Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Shocking! We did this for Paul today. I'm loving some of these storylines. In honor of movies, the 12 sex scenes in Hollywood where the co-stars couldn't stand each other in real life. Mm. Okay? Talk about acting. I mean, talk about acting. And filming a sex scene... I, do you guys watch The Affair? No. No. I should. On Showtime? I do like my Joshua Jackson. He's not on this last I know, season. I know. But anyway, uh, it does seem like it would be the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Right. With your little, because there's a scene in The Affair where uh, the one character's book is coming to life about this affair. And they, mm-hmm. you're, they're showing the filming of the sex scene. And the actors are in these skin colored like little underwear type things little socks socks yeah stretchy things i'm just like oh my (sighs) god and amazing that it looks so hot on screen right yeah like i think of the scene in rocket man that was a very hot sex scene yeah with richard madden Madden and 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 taron edgerton oh so good anyway i digress (laughs) we we go back i digress you got to put your hands and your mouth yeah, and your limbs in place. Very So imagine yeah. doing all that in front of other people, blah, blah, blah. So uh, here are 12 tales of 24 actors that had to put up with way more than they wanted to. We will start with Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger. Speaking of, yeah. Little nine, nine the, and a half weeks. The movie's Ooh. nine and a half weeks. Kim Basinger told the New York Times she became estranged from Mickey while filming this erotic drama there's no other way to put it than that oh, yeah. she said we shot in sequence which, which is, is very rare yeah they rarely do that it never works out well they shot in sequence and in the beginning when his character was sweet he was sweet later when the movie started getting strange he stayed in character i am not someone who stays in character but in this as it started getting stranger I found my character staying with me. I couldn't wait to leave her. Mickey Rourke and the director, Adrian Lynn, also teamed up to essentially torment Kim Basinger on set, shutting her out of discussions and physically harming her in order to make her emotionally distraught like her character. Then they'd roll the camera. This does not surprise me. I've heard these types of stories before. Horrible, but why did it's always done to the woman, right? Of course, ah, that makes me sick. Didn't we hear about that uh, with Marlon Brando and 
Bertolucci with uh, yes. Last Hang on Paris, yes. and she was just torment and tortured. Yes. Yeah. Well, he gave an interview. The, uh, Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep. Well, that's, oh, that's the next on one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep and Kramer versus Kramer. The scene where Hoffman's character slaps Streep in the face, that was real, all too real. Meryl told the New York Times last year, this is tricky, tricky because when you're an actor, you're in a scene, you have to feel free. I'm sure I've inadvertently hurt people in physical scenes, but there's a certain amount of forgiveness. But this was my first movie. It was my first take in my first movie. And he just full on slapped me. And you see it in the movie. And it was overstepping. He's a dink. He is a dink, isn't he? He may be a great actor, but he's awful to work with. I've heard lots of stories about that. Jeez. Okay, so what about oh your favorite Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan, Fifty uh, Shades well, of Bland? We knew we knew these two couldn't stand each other by the very horrible <laughs> sit downs that they did oh. with the Today Show yeah, and right. GMA and the View. Uh, we're we're like, why did Charlie Hunnam leave this movie? There was well, no because he read the script. Yeah, but there's no chemistry. <laughs> uh, they could not. They were awkward. Right. They did not like each other. No. And Sam Taylor Johnson uh, had to chime in to USA Today. The noise got so loud with that first Fifty Shades. You can tell that she doesn't mean it by her quote. It's a movie. It was work. They got along fine. That's the exact opposite. (laughs) Okay. William Baldwin and Sharon Stone in the movie Sliver. Oh my God, blast from the past. That, yeah, and that was a good movie, as I vaguely recall, kind of a yeah, psychological. Yeah. So, Tales of Sliver's tortured production popped up when the movie was released, with Entertainment Weekly saying that Baldwin joked to a crew member that Sharon Stone had thin lips, okay breath during a lovemaking scene. That's nowhere near the worst part. Apparently, during another kissing scene, Sharon Stone bit William Baldwin's tongue so hard he was left unable to speak afterwards. Well, maybe <laughs> or she act bit, afterwards. Maybe she bit it after she heard about <laughs> right. the crew member yeah. comment. All right, Richard Gere and Deborah Winger in An Officer Ooh. and a Gentleman. Well, she's a, a tough one, Not too. But those two had unbelievable I, uh... chemistry. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, wow. here's what she here's what they said. So Oscar nomination chemistry be damned. She was not shy about her distaste for Richard Gere. She called him a brick wall. She called the director Taylor Hackford, Helen Mirren's husband, yes. not at the time, an animal. And she even refused to do press for an officer and gentleman. I don't know how she got away with that. Right. Um, She told the New York Times in 1986, I'm not sorry I did the movie because it brought a lot of joy to a lot of people, but the making of it was treacherous. I don't need much when I'm making a movie, but I need respect, and I didn't get it. Mm. Okay. Here's one that brings a tear to my eye. What? Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. I grew up on Romeo and Juliet, the Baz Luhrmann. Mm, and I saw. love Leo. It's so sorry. creepy it's so good. that she was 16 yes. and he was 22. There is an age difference there that's a little odd. But you would never have known it by watching the movie because he doesn't age. No, I know. And I think he I was, bet he was... Oh, I bet he was horrible to her. Yeah. And I think he was <laughs> fun, he wanted was. to have a good really? time. Good and I think she was too nervous to... Took the work She's seriously. 16. Young. Yeah, what's she gonna say? Twenty-two. Yeah. He's probably yeah. telling her relax. He wants to Hoover and get tongue, and she's like, <laughs> yes. "I know. Only my yeah. boyfriend kisses me that way. Can't we do movie star kissing?" <laughs> right. So, 
Anyway, so I yeah, watch that that, now that I think about that, I just sort of like, well, now this one, um, Nick Nolte and Julia Roberts, I Ooh. forgot these two were even a romantic couple. That's how much they age up, age down for the girlfriend <laughs> right. in Hollywood, because that's a, I mean, well, no one remembers this. Okay, the movie is I Love Trouble. Yeah. Which Not came out in the movie, no. 90s, right? Yes. Okay. In an interview with the New York Times, Julia Roberts said of Nick Nolte, from the moment I met him, we sort of gave each other a hard time and got on each other's nerves. She said uh, he can be completely charming and very nice, but he's also completely disgusting. He's going to hate me for saying this, but he goes out of his way to repel people. Months later in the LA Times... They backed up Julia's claim, detailing the two's onset fighting and saying they acted opposite their stand-ins more than each other. Wow, 1994. Though I Is love it? those stories about stand-ins, yeah. filming scenes. Ooh. Well, okay, here's another one. Let's go to Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp. In the Golden Globe nominated film, The Tourist. Which I liked. I did kind of like see The it. Tourist. I liked it. I we did. liked it. Yeah. But this one should have been a huge, a bigger hit. Oh, but you got those the two, yeah. But they did not have chemistry and it showed on screen, yeah. is what yeah. uh, some people think. While The Tourist was filming, tabloids reported that Angelina was fed up that Johnny wouldn't cut his hair. For the role, as well as all of his late night partying and reclusive behavior, which I take to mean he was late a lot. Mm. And and Johnny thought Angelina was stuck up. Um. And she was maybe being her. So you have two very different working types of working trying to do this big film together. I guess that movie wasn't a success. No, No, but I still enjoyed it. I did too. (laughs) Uh, Harrison Ford and Sean Young in uh, Blade Runner. Talk about a mess and a half. What? Sean Young's reputation has always been uh, as a Well, this was only her third movie, so she couldn't have had too much of a reputation. Let's be careful about smearing ladies and their reputations right away, (laughs) Donald. Since then, she's had a bad reputation. Yes, she is. But they were at opposite ends of their career. He was the star of two successful franchises. She's the ingenue. It's only her third movie. And uh, of her onset relationship with Ford, Young has said, I was young and needy. When you're in your 20s, you hope your leading man will be, that's okay, you'll be fine. And Harrison wasn't particularly generous that way. They were so cold towards each other that their crew members dubbed any love scenes they did Time to film a hate scene. Ooh. You know, she had great chemistry. Was who was she in the limo with? That was like maybe your Costner, the second movie, No yes, Way Out. No Way Out. In the back seat of the limo. I'm yeah. very glad. It doesn't surprise me. I we've heard this I, about Harrison Ford. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, he is grumpy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? I thought you were going to say that she had great chemistry with Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> they did have great chemistry. Fickle and Einhard. Fickle and Einhard. Yeah. Are these random cuts for you? <laughs> and the last two that didn't have chemistry is Tony Curtis, Marilyn Monroe, and Some Like It Hot. When this movie was released in 1959, Tony Curtis father of Jamie Lee Curtis made headlines for claiming that kissing Marilyn Monroe was like kissing Hitler. Oh, no. What? That quote <laughs> followed him around until he died. Oh, my God. Wow. And um, I guess he, they actually dated in 1949. 
Well, oh. they were both married to other people. I didn't know that. And it's known that she was frequently late and flubbed lines a lot while shooting the movie. Mm-hmm. Curtis said he was being sarcastic when he made the Hitler comparison, but he's made so many explanations, but he did say it. Right. And he said it early on, and Marilyn didn't feel the vibe. Man. And... Don't- over the years, that wild quote was referenced to, like, Charles Heston said it, mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe said it, but Tony Curtis did say it, and right. those two didn't like each other. Can't blame her. Huh? Can't blame her. Can't blame her. And then, of course, la- oh, one more, just last but not least, Ryan Gosling and uh, Rachel McAdams, they didn't start dating until after The Notebook came out a year later. Mm-hmm. They couldn't stand each other. Things were so tense that the director, Nick Cassavetes, said Gosling wanted to boot her from the set. And he's like doing a scene with Rachel. He said, would you just take her out of here and bring in another actress to read the scene off camera with me? I'm like, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they couldn't stand each other. While filming that. And they have some great chemistry. And then they ended up dating afterwards. All right, listen, that is our vintage scandal of people having sex scenes that they can't stand. Love it. With each other. When we come back, we've got some... uh, Favorite headline of the day, and we got some other movie reviews.